Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. I would like to put in a little trigger warning. Um, we will be briefly mentioning suicide. Very briefly. It's never fully in detail. It's just heavily implied. If that's going to trigger you, then I suggest not listening to this episode. And if you are struggling with suicide or you know someone that is struggling with suicide, please call the suicide hotline number at 988. Thank you. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. Okay, so this episode is going to be titled Growing Sideways, which I'm fully aware is a Noah Khan song, and yes, it's pretty much going to be dissecting the Noah Khan song and talking about it in the sense of growing up and becoming older and the shit that comes with it. <laughs> um, Because, I don't know, I feel like growing up, because this podcast has honestly heard me grow up from sophomore year, summer, sophomore year, into now. It's been insane. Like, this podcast has heard me at my lowest and at my highest. And it's such a weird thing to think about because it's like, I've been through two therapists and I think like four boyfriends and a hell of a lot of nail sets, which I don't know. I feel like that's pretty impressive. Not the boyfriends, the nail sets. That sounded really bad. I've also changed what I wanted to be when I grew up. I've changed a lot about what I want to do and where I want to live and who I want to be. So, the lyric that sticks with me the most when talking about growing sideways, the Noah Khan song, is, let me find it, let me find it, I'm terrified that I might never have met me, because I think if I never went on this mental health journey, if I never worked on who I was, I would not be sitting here. Because I have been through some really, 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 really low lows, if you are picking up what I am putting down. I go to therapy for a reason. I started this podcast for a reason. And I don't think, with without this podcast, I genuinely do not think I'd be sitting here. Without this work that I put into myself, I genuinely do not think I would be sitting here talking to you. We would not be talking about it. And... I'm terrified that I might never have met me. Because I love a lot of the versions that I've created of myself. So many versions of me are powerful and incredible. And there are still a lot of versions that were dark and sad and moody and a little bitchy. But at the end of the day, who I am has not changed but what I represent does what I represent has because it's like I it, there's so much to say of what's changed in these past like three years it's so weird to think about like 
four years from now, I'll, like, basically be graduating college. And four years ago from now, I genuinely didn't want to be alive anymore. And that's such a weird time shift to me. It's like, what do you mean that I'm, like, this close to adulting, but I was that close to not even being alive anymore? Because it's like, I think I push myself so much, and I shouldn't push myself as much as I do, but it's because I don't know any different. Like, I feel like I must be productive, like, all the time. And it's like, it's so weird, because it's like, I feel like I must always be going, you know? Another lyric in the song is, why is pain so damn impatient? Ain't like it's got a place to be. Because, like, when you don't work through it, it just sits there and it lingers and it sucks. And that's what the whole entire series of Rot was about. Was trying to not linger on that pain anymore and work through it. Because it's going to keep suffering it's going to keep hurting unless you decide to work through it and uh, i don't know because like i have been through so many different phases in my life and it's like every year for my birthday i just end up reflecting more and more and more on who I'm going to be versus who I was and who I am. Because my past self, 10 years ago, was happy and healthy and didn't give a shit and wore a Monster High t-shirt and a Hello Kitty skirt for her first day of second grade. <laughs> and when I got into seventh grade, I was okay. Like, I think I always showed sign of, like, I think I showed sign of, like, mental illness around, like, eight. Because I have this distinct memory of being in that stupid AIG program trailer, which the, AI, the AIG program is basically, like, the accelerated, intellectual, gifted program. It's if you're, like, one of those really smart kids. Um, and I remember I was asked to solve a problem about exponents, and it was like, what was 10 to the power of 3? And I was like, 30. Because I wasn't paying attention to what this lady was saying, like, I was completely zoned out. So I didn't know what this woman was saying, she just, like, called on me. And then I remember, like, having, like, a meltdown, because that was the first time I'd ever, like, disassociated and, like, zoned out in my life. And I was like, what? Nothing's real. This is all a lie. It's like, what is wrong with you? Nothing. That's just mental illness. Don't worry about it, babe. But I also, like, never had that, like, explained to me because I never, like, talked about it because I didn't want anyone to be like, oh, you're cray-cray, aren't you? Um, but, like, in 
seventh grade, I really became aware of my mental health and I really became aware of how sad I was. Ooh, that one was kind of harsh. But I really did become aware of how sad I was around seventh grade. And I had a really great English teacher at that time in my life. And, oh God, she was the bomb. She helped me through so much in my life. She actually retired this past year, which I'm so sad about. Because I have to now, like, see her again one day and be like, I, I love you. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to write an article about you when I become a world-famous journalist, by the way. Just, just so you know, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> love you! Um, and then now, at the age that I'm at, it's just like, I feel like I've grown so much and I've matured so much from who I was four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years ago. Like, I didn't think I'd make it this old. I don't want to be around this long. It's like, it's weird that I'm saying that, like, with a giant smile on my face, being like, you know, I don't really want to be around this long, but it's like, I'm proud of myself for staying around this long. You know, and it's like, I, especially I want to be like, oh, I made it. It's like, I still struggle. I still have my bad days. I still have the days where my anxiety is so bad that I end up texting my mom. I'm like, I don't really want to go to school because I'm feeling really anxious. Can I go back to bed? And then when I wake up, if I feel better, I'll go to school. And I was like, okay. And that's actually really helpful. I think that's a really good tip. If you're feeling really awful and really anxious about going to school, instead of absolutely forcing yourself to go and being miserable, go back to sleep for another hour or two. <laughs> wake up. And then if you feel like you can finally get out of bed, then get up and go do it. And if you feel like you can't get out of bed, then that's okay. Don't force yourself. And it's honestly the days that I didn't go to school, I then scheduled therapy for, like, the next day. So everything would work out in the end, but I made it. And I know me in the future, me, kids, me, with a house and a job and a career and a name for myself and probably a podcast will think. <laughs> I will eventually thank myself and be like, damn, I did a good job. But it's like, people ask me all the time, they're like, how are you so mature? And it's like, because I had to learn how to like myself when I was 13. And so since then, it's just been an emotional little roller coaster. It's like, that's such a weird, hard thing like wrap my brain around because it's like seven-year-old me was so happy and so carefree seventh grade me was so depressed and anxious and had no title for it and me now is still making their way is still actively in therapy me now is still 
living and surviving and fighting every single day because there's no other way to live other than to fight. And yeah, no, there are times that I take a break and there are times that I'll relax and there are times where I'm too fucking happy to even remember what it was like to be sad. And I love those times. Those are really great times. But I'm also okay with being sad. And understanding that my sadness is not the end of the world. Even though sometimes it feels like it is. It's not. And relying on my support system is very helpful. I know that me, 10 years from now, hopefully married with our first kid in a house. Maybe, maybe a second one on the way. Um, <laughs> she'll be happy. She'll be proud of herself. I'm proud of myself now. I'm proud of who I've become. I'm proud of the battles that I've fought and the battles that I've won. I'm even proud of the ones that I lost because they taught me something. I'm glad I got into every bad relationship. I'm glad I got into the one that I'm in now. I'm glad that I let other people absolutely destroy me just so I could remember who I was to my core. I think that's so weird to be able to make peace with who I am in every version of myself, no matter how sad or happy or anxious or depressed or static or manic or crazy or crunchy and granola mom that I feel, I'm still proud of myself. Is that weird? I don't give a fuck if that's weird. I'm happy. I don't give a shit. Life is really hard. And there are big changes, and there are new advancements, and there is still a really huge future ahead of me. And there's still a really huge future ahead of you, and I hope that you're proud of every version that you've been. And I also hope that you have the reflectiveness and the capability to look back and go, you know, that wasn't the best version of myself, but she taught me things about me. But you have the ability to look in the mirror and go, I like who I am now. And if you don't have that ability, then create the life you want. Create the life you like and become the person that you want to be. It's a lot easier said than done. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't, like, from March to, like, the middle of April until I was really, truly overwhelmingly happy but it's like I also have the ability to reflect back and you know what I was so happy and I have the capability to be that happy again 
I know I do. I know that that's still in me. The pure joy is still in you. You just have to find it. And at the end of the day, I think it goes back to who you are at your core and creating your own happiness. I don't know, maybe I'm spitballing. Maybe I'm talking too much. But you're still listening to me, so that's something. <laughs> no, I'm proud of me. Um, I'm not fully in love with this version of me, but I'm getting there. She's growing on me because she's not growing sideways. And I'm very glad that I got to meet the person that I am today. And I'm very glad that other people get to meet the person that I am right now. And I hope I get to meet the very best version of me too. I love you. And you're important. And you're worthy. And you matter. This has been another episode of Let's Talk About It.